Caution, the Mark Hunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. And, besides that, he's really weird. Welcome to the Mark Gunger Show with international marriage speaker and author of Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage, Mark Gunger. This is your source for practical, down-to-earth marriage advice without all the over-spiritualization or romantic nonsense. And now the host of the Mark Gunger Show, Mark Gunger. With delirious joy, they've joined the Mark Gunger Show, the show that deals with all things concerning... Marriage. Indeed, I am your host, the one, the only, Mark Gunger. Joining me is always the very lovely and charming Diane Briarly. And as a special guest today... <coughs> I got a frog in my throat. Ribbit, ribbit. Special guest today, Elizabeth du- du- Bois. Du Bois? Du Bois. Yeah, du-boy. it should be Du Bois. The proper French pronunciation. Dubois is very classy. Elizabeth works for a Laugh Your Way America. She, <clears throat> if you were to call, I do have a frog. I do. <laughs> man, nice. man dies during show. Um, uh, <laughs> hopefully not. Uh, if you were to call uh, our company and want to get me to come and speak to your church or groups or whatever, it's like uh, you will undoubtedly be talking with Elizabeth. Elizabeth handles all of our bookings and stuff. Phil is still under the weather, so uh, she wanted to sit in, which is great. She's she's actually a fan of the show. She works for us, and actually, yes. she's one of our biggest fans. <laughs> and we have. This show is aired all over the world, America, mm-hmm. Australia, Africa, people all around the world watch this show, and uh, which adding her to our biggest fans, that brings the number up to like 12, at least 12 people yeah. actually like this show. At least 12 she, fans. At least 12 fans. At least 12. <laughs> and she's one of them. So anyway, great. Good to have you. We'll see how yeah. she does. We'll try not to... <laughs> Traumatize Traumatize her too much. Uh, engineering the show is always the very talented, but eerily creepy... Timothy Robert Ray, engineer extraordinaire, pushing buttons, twisting knobs, and trying to stay awake during this incomprehensibly boring show. This is the show that handles your marital challenges, relational conundrums, and dating dilemmas that you can email to us at askask at markgunger.com. Here's how the show works. You can send an email about anything. Nothing is verboten or off-limits, hence the warning at the beginning of the show. We tend to get a lot of questions about sex, which freaks a lot of our traditional Christian audience out. Clearly, Christians do not have sex. Every birth is truly an immaculate conception. So people have a lot of frustrations. We can never talk about it. This show, we'll talk about it. That's why we get so many questions about it. But we try to uh, be as helpful, <laughs> helpful as we can. We don't do it just for sensationalism. These are questions people really have. Yeah. Anyway, so here's the rules for the show. You can send us a question about anything, and you get to remain totally anonymous. Nobody knows who you are. We, in turn, are then brutally honest. This is a show of brutal honesty. So brutal at times makes some people uncomfortable. But fear not. All the people know that it's coming. We warn them. Even when they email us, we still warn them again. Are you sure you really want us to talk? Because we will be brutal. Yes, 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 yes. Okay? So that's the premise of the show. This is a brutal show. That's the premise, all right? Now, if we like what you have to say, 
we will celebrate your brilliant thinking. If we don't like what we have, you have to say we'll castigate your thinking. Three versions of castigation on the show. One is uh, if we think you need to awaken out of your delusions, we will stick your head in the toilet, flush it, and give you a swirly. <laughs> Nothing like a swirly in the morning to awaken you to a brand new day. If we think you're crazy, you'll get the goat button. And if you blather on too much with unnecessary details in your email, you get that chicken. You get all three. You are officially out of your ever-loving mind. And this is how the show works. My dear, what do you have for us today? Okay, you sent I'm seriously outnumbered today, by the way. Yes. Okay, things could be worse. Three gorgeous women surrounding me. I, I think I can handle this gig. You can, you? All right, yes. I'm okay. not so sure you can. <coughs> we'll oh. give it a whirl. All right, go ahead. You actually sent this story to me. It comes out of China. A 38-year-old man... Now, just, just so people... Because I'm sure some people undoubtedly hearing this will say, Oh, I heard that sh- story like... Two months ago. Yeah. We're usually about two months ahead on taping yes. on this show. So it, We're not so, current. Some of these stories, they're not current stories. It's just yes. by the time we opine upon them, but yes. we opine nonetheless. Yes. Okay, go okay. ahead. A 38-year-old man leaped to his death after an argument with his girlfriend who insisted that they continue shopping. <laughs> Apparently, the closer to now, television... See, there's, there's not a man on earth that does not relate to this story. Oh, I'm sorry. Because a lot of men would rather kill themselves than go shopping one more hour. I'm sorry. I'm not going to mention anybody's names (laughs) or anybody's initials that might be Mark Gunger sitting in this room who... It's very difficult to sh- go shopping with because you. Because I'm a girly it's man. It's more agonizing to shop with you than it is for anybody to go shopping with me. You I actually are ridiculous. buy stuff. Okay, but listen. This, you have to listen to the rest of the story because this is so you. I could picture throwing myself off the balcony <laughs> in a mall after spending time shopping with you. Trust me. You know, the only time I do it is when we're overseas. I know. Like in Africa and stuff. Yes. Europe, Africa, Australia, they are way more hip. Yes. Than Americans. They and all you guys over in, uh, overseas, you think, oh, gee, Americans are really good. No, most Americans dress like slobs. Yeah, the <laughs> malls really over there were pretty stinking cool. The, but not just the malls, but, I mean, just people down walking down the street. They don't even have a lot of money. But like in South Africa, yeah. these people are dressed to kill. Yeah. Everybody looks fabulous. Y'all are beautiful over there. They, You know, whatever they money they have, they make sure they looking good. So they got the coolest, right, they, the malls? Yes. Cool. So I go crazy. So I go crazy there. Otherwise, I don't normally. They they had reportedly been shopping for five hours. Okay, so this guy and this girl in China. Yes, I've been there. (laughs) I feel his pain. (laughs) Shut up. Listen, eyewitnesses said he could be heard telling his girlfriend they had more bags than they could carry. I've been there. But she insisted on hitting one more store where, guess what was on sale, Mark? Guess Shoes! Shoes! It was shoes! Shoes were on sale. Now again, in my defense... In Africa. They do have cool shoes. They have the coolest yes, shoes, they right? Because they all come from Italy. I need, I need to go to Italy. That's yes. what I, oh, but no, anyway, you don't. Uh, yes, I do. Because that would be like heaven. That would be like uh, the birthplace that, of all my shoes. That's a debauchery. This is where they're born. That's and I can the cuddle Bible. them. <laughs> anyway, uh, when they're having a sale on shoes in Africa, yes. did you go in there? Do you know there were way more many men? Yes, there were than more there were men's women. shoes. Yes, I mean something you never see in the states. Right. Because in America they don't have any. You can go to any any mall, any store. I don't care if it's Macy's, no. whoever. In America, no, they don't have them. And there's only two pairs of shoes in all the men's department. There's like little versions of it. They have black and brown. 
Yep. One has a tassel here, one doesn't have a tassel, one has a button here, so I'm going to move the button over here. And it's all the same stupid shoe. Okay. So there's no creativity when it comes to American shoes. But in Europe, it's very hip. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. All right. So apparently, anyway, this lady was buying tons of shoes. Shoes, uh-huh. And it was driving him crazy. Yes, uh-huh. Yes. Okay. An eyewitness said that he told her she already had enough shoes, Mark. <laughs> More shoes than she could wear in a lifetime, Mark. <laughs> And that it was pointless to buy any more. Great woman! We had that conversation with you when we were in South Africa. <laughs> so she started witch. She started shouting at him, stop this, and accused him of being a skinflint and spoiling Christmas, because this was around Christmas time. Uh-huh. And it was a really heated argument. The argument continued. So here they're in the mall. They're yelling and screaming and they, in the mall. Yes, they're the fighting because he's it. had it. Yes. He's been five hours of shopping. She wants to go to yes. shop. They've got all these bags. Yes. They can't carry more. She wants to go more shopping. Yes. He is, they're yelling yeah, at yes. each other. The argument continues. Yes. He threw the bags on the floor. Threw them on the floor. And threw himself over the balcony, <laughs> dropping seven stories. Seven he, stories he to his He plunges to his death. <laughs> He goes to his death. Killed on impact, it says. Now, the only thing I can figure, do you think he's really trying to kill himself? Or did they th- he think they were on like the second floor or I something? I don't know. I don't I know if he lost track the after five hours. <laughs> you know a, what I'm saying? He was probably, on the second floor. You know, he probably thinks, oh, well, I'm just going to hop off and get out of here. I don't know. Which, man, when he flipped over, he had to think, ah! Because <laughs> <laughs> who kills themselves? Over shopping for shoes. Yes, I, I mean felt just like it. grab the elevator and get the heck out of there, right? So I, the only thing I can figure he's had to have lost track, or he was just literally mental, <laughs> or he's really out of his mind. It doesn't matter anymore. He doesn't have any shoe problems anymore. Yeah, but he literally yes throws yes. down the bags, leaps over the edge. I felt like doing that in <laughs> Mandela Square. I did not do it, and plunges to his death. The Bible. The, Bible. the, <laughs> the story says that uh, he was killed on impact. Yeah, that's what it says. He was killed just, on impact. <laughs> yep, they removed dead. the body fairly quickly. Thank well, yeah, yeah, kind of put a damper on the shopping yeah. season. Yeah, and he didn't hit or what hurt anybody else on the so way. So he just out. dragged a dead body out and everyone goes, okay, let's go get a hot so. dog. You know, you know, how do you keep Let's going? go get an orange Julius. <laughs> uh, interesting thing, actually, that uh, is kind of a side issue to all, all of this. Isn't China like a communist, atheist nation? Yeah. They celebrate Christmas? Uh, I don't know, maybe. Maybe they do like a secularized version of it. So on on Christmas Day, they get up just for the heck of it and just give presents just because? Well, you know, there's lots of people that celebrate Christmas and it's just Santa brought the presents. Maybe they do that. They don't celebrate the Jesus part of it. You don't think they have any connection that is the birth of Christ? I grew up not having any connection to it when I wasn't a Christian. You had no idea. No. It was Christmas. You had no with idea Santa. that Christmas no. had nothing to do with Jesus. No. Are you kidding me? Christmas was Santa. I didn't grow up as a church. Really? I mean, I was fairly older, like junior high ish, maybe before, I don't know, maybe late Are you elementary kidding? school. So, really, third there's people that have no, no connection at all. My family started wow. going to church when I was I in guess third grade. I would think that in a communist country they would ban Christmas because it had Christ connection to Christ. But you're saying that no, no, they don't think until that I stepped into church when I was ten years old. So, I, you, so you were I born. It was Santa. I didn't into know a there was like such that. a thing. Yes, yes. Christmas was Santa. I knew nothing of anything else. Of course, you were born in the wild, raised by coyotes. That Wait might have something it. to do with it. Wait for it. She was born to be wild. <laughs> Riley! But seriously, you... No, seriously, I had no recollection until, yeah, probably about 10 when we finally started to go to church. I oh. thought Christmas was Santa. 
Wow. Well, that's sad. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I thought of that was positive. I thought, wow, in China they celebrate Christmas. But you're, no. you're assuming lots it's, of people it's extremely secular. It's just, it's a present Oh, yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. Santa like comes. when I was teaching school, a lot of kids, I mean, and to they them, have no, that, idea no, that no, wow. they have no connection well, that's to sad. The, that Christmas has anything <clears throat> to do with the birth of Jesus. Well, that's very depressing. On that depressing note, <clears throat> we'll take a break and come back with your emails right after this. Want more of Mark? Visit markgunger.com. There you will find everything that Mark has to offer. This podcast of The Mark Gunger Show is being brought to you by Audible.com, the leading provider of audiobooks in the known universe. Over 150,000 titles, most of which Elizabeth Du Bois has listened to. It's not Du Bois. There's no it's S Du Bois. On the oh, oh there's, no, there's no S? I found you, that out recently. You don't she pronounce. just found Oh, she told me. You don't pronounce the <laughs> she S. She just learned her own name. She said it at the beginning. When no, you... she always told me it was Du Bois. I did. She it. did. Oh, okay, yes. because that's in my defense. First I've heard her pronounce it was this morning. Okay. Your husband says Du Bois. Correct. Bois. It should be Dubois. Dubois. Anyway. <clears throat> what was I talking about? Oh, Audible. <laughs> Audible. Uh, Audible books. People don't have time to read today, but they do have time to listen. In fact, most of the people listening to the show are podcasting right now and driving down their road and hopefully not crashing while they listen to our banter. Our wit and banter. Mm-hmm. How to have wit and banter. We should write a book. Wit and banter. How to wit and banter about. We can do an audible book. Mm-hmm. And just come up with little quips. So we can call them too. You're looking at me like a drumming from Mars. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what am I talking about? I don't even know what I'm talking about. Audible.com. <laughs> Nancy's saying, wave off. Forget. No! No! This is our commercial. We're sticking with it. <laughs> you need to listen. And if you go to Audible, they've got 150,000 different books you can listen to and become brilliant, brilliant, more brilliant tomorrow than you are today. For the listeners of the show, if you'll go to audiblepodcast.com slash gunger, you can get a free download. Any of their books, you can download for free. People, pay attention. It's absolutely free. You also get a 30-day free trial. So go check it out when you get home. Check it out, okay? Audiblepodcast.com slash gunger. Make sure you do it today. Cuts make you with a pork chop fry rider. Use leftover meatloaf if you can, but I want a, a bologna sandwich, sandwich, man. Jimmy Bratcher singing about the joys of bologna. We got the bologna <laughs> today, <laughs> man. Appropriate for this show because we are 98.5%. Pure baloney on this program. Uh, you're listening to the Mark Gunger Show. Mark Gunger along with the Diane Briarly and our wonderful guest today, Elizabeth Dubois. Mm-hmm. I like Dubois. Still sounds cooler. Mm-hmm. Dubois. French. The French would say Dubois. Anyway, what do you got there? Okay. First what e- emails? First what e- insights? What troubles do our listeners have today? First email of the day says, what would you tell a person whose fiancé has differing opinions on music? A fiancé. There's another French word. There it is. <laughs> Today's a French word. French word day. You need that, like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> we do. We, every time we say a French word. <laughs> the, day, the word of the day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fiancé. Ah, okay, ready? All right. <laughs> One person only wants to be around and listen to music that is uplifting 
and not secular, but Christian. Uh-huh. And the other one, of course, wants to listen to the secular music. Do you see a problem with two people having differences in exposure to music? I firmly believe music has a large impact on us as people in our emotional and spiritual state. Should you be in a relationship with a person who has taste in music that is offensive to you, even if they don't expose you to that music? What are your thoughts? Uh Generally, I would say no. I mean, who cares? But if it's that big a deal for her, yeah, she probably should not be oh, dating someone. This is a someone. guy writing, Well, whatever. If he's the one who's got his head in such a twisted, crazy, inflexible place, then he should move on. If it's a, it's, I mean, if that's that big, big a deal, deal at this point, mm-hmm. th- I want you people to understand. Dating is the period of time where you find out, do I think I can live with this person? If you find that there's things that they do that you just cannot stand or are major elements that you can't get past, then break it off and move on. It's just dating. You know, it shouldn't, and this is another reason you shouldn't date for years on end, for heaven's sakes. Good heavens, you girls. If he doesn't stick a ring on your finger after 12 months, you ought to kick him out. He says he's concerned for her spiritual well-being. Oh, for heaven. That's, that's what he said. She ought to dump him. Good she says grief. she doesn't need a dad when he tries to. He is writing to the show. Yeah. I'm surprised we don't freak him out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you're that anal that listen to any secular, yeah. you know, I listen to country music all the time. Yeah. I do too. I, I generally don't all... like Christian music. Yeah, I don't listen to a lot not, of it. Not because I don't like the message. I love the message. I'm all about the message. I love the message. I just think the message, the music just bites. I just, it is the most brain dead irritatingly monotonous. Just for me, I'm just mm-hmm. telling you. I, I listen I, to all kinds of music. I, you know, Not my like wife would, and some of them if you jump into the car, You can always tell who had the car last because if you turn, turn on the car and it's Christian music, my wife drove it last. Mm-hmm. She always listens to Christian music. Me, I got on the country station because I just can't. I don't know. I just, as a musician. Yes. Uh, now, some people say, well, c- country's overly simplistic. But I, to me, I'd rather listen to that. Than the three, four chords. I generally ride in over. silence in the car. I don't have no, You don't listen to anything, huh? No. <clears throat> so, I can uh, drive two hours over here in just dead silence, and I like it better that way. So but I, at the house, I listen to I don't know. Now, in all fairness to him, now, if you're listening to songs that are about immorality and killing people and cursing, and yeah, well, then that. Well, she, he said that some of it has vulgarity and profanity, and well, some then, of it's then, by then blatantly satanic bands, but... Okay, well then that's fair. Yeah. If you're listening to a satanic band, but they used to and think Elvis was Christians, satanic. Well, you know what I'm saying? It's no, like, but I think today a satanic band is really pretty much really be. satanic. Okay. So if that's the case, then but even still, it it holds either way. If it's that big of an argument yeah. at this point, you really ought to move on. Clearly, if she knows it irritates you and she does it anyway, mm-hmm. what do you think marriage is going to be like? Yeah. I mean, these are the things that you ought to watch out for. Personally, I don't have a problem listening to secular music unless it is satanic, satanic or something. Yeah, then I, I don't think you should listen to it. But uh, anyway, so I don't know. What did he say something about music? Music is uh, at the end. Was there a... Should you be in a relationship with a person who has taste in music that's offensive even if they don't expose you to it? Is that what you heard? So she... Even if they don't expose, so she, he doesn't listen to it. No, he's just worried about her spiritual well-being and spiritual oh, welfare because she's know. listening to things and she'll listen to church music. He said, but outside of church, she yeah, that will, would be like me. Yeah, I would think lighten up. But if it, here's the thing, this is dating. If you have something that's really bugging you about someone during the dating process, of course, if you get too sensitive, you'll never get married. Right. Right. 
So I don't know. Uh, music is a powerful thing. I get it. Yeah. You know, but there, there is, you know, there's good music and there's evil music, but there's a lot of in-between music. There's a lot of music that it's not one way or the other. Yeah. There's no, you know, every song you have to listen to doesn't have to be, you know, praise and worship or whatever. Right. I think we should have theme songs attached to ourselves. What would your theme song I think every time be? I walk in the door, I'd love to have. Pastor Mark Conger has arrived into the building. Oh, should that be good? That's not the one that pops into my mind when you walk in the room, actually. Well, your song is... Uh, All aboard! <laughs> All aboard the crazy train! That's Diane's song. <laughs> anyway. You got a Patsy Klein one on the list. That's the one that I think of when I see you. It starts with a CR. That's the one. Crazy. <laughs> I'm That's your crazy theme song. It's the soundtrack to my mind so when I see you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll come back. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more of your emails right after this. Download your free Mark Gunger app today to see all of the latest from the world of Mark Gunger. Though the motion never stops. I'm always standing still. We are back. The Mark Gunger Show. Mark Gunger, Diane Brarley, and our wonderful guest today, Elizabeth, joining us. Uh, what do you got? Okay. She says, so my husband and I have been married for eight years, and we have six kids. Uh-huh. We have had issues with trust and unfaithfulness in our six past. Six kids in eight years. Mm-hmm. Plus issues with trust Elizabeth, and you got to get with it, man. I don't want to be pregnant Come for that many times. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, girl. Get with the program. Okay, so she says, well, my husband has a female friend that he has admitted that he has had those what-if feelings as Uh far as being with her if he hadn't met me. You know, like, what if I hadn't, what if I had got it? It makes me uncomfortable, and she is now in town, and we are going to go on a double date with her and her boyfriend, except now the boyfriend isn't coming, and my husband wants to go alone with her. I don't know how to approach it without coming across as insecure. (laughs) Any advice? I don't know, Elizabeth, what would you say? (laughs) I have no words. I have no words. Nancy, what would you say? Uh, no, yeah. I mean, it's sad that this lady has to even ask us this question. You know, coming across as insecure would be the last worry. <laughs> it would be on the my least list. of their concerns. These three women in this room would, in a heart, and I promise you, millions of women listening to this show right now are shaking their asses. Assume we have millions of probably more like eight, but uh, millions of people listening to the show right now, they're they're shaking their heads in, in disbelief at your very question, dear. Seriously, your husband. Wants to go on a date with a girl that, gee, I wonder what it would have been like if I would have married her. Mm-hmm. And your response is, hmm. hmm. Don't want to be insecure. I don't want to be insecure. I feel like what what did the, I say? I feel like looking out the window going, what's that? Hail? What's that? Hail out there? <laughs> hail. No. Hail. 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 hail no. Hail no. That's what, I mean, seriously, girl. Stop. Honestly, you got to wonder, what are people thinking? Here's what you do. You get on your knees and, and stick your head in the toilet and flush! Good heavens! This woman needs a swirly. See, you all thought I was going to tell her to pray. <laughs> mm. 
You need to stick your head in the toilet and wake out of your delusions. You tell him no. You know, I'm pretty sure if I went to my wife and said, hey, do you mind if I date somebody? I'm pretty sure. The answer would be no. I'm pretty sure she wouldn't write some idiot pastor saying, I don't want to be insecure. What should I say? <laughs> Honestly, dear. And she's in the one no. category. He already likes her. There's a history, apparently. <laughs> you just, you just uh. say no. How is this even a question? And what's amazing is how many women do think like her. I know. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable with it. I don't want to feel insecure. Man, if my wife came to me and said, hey, mind if I go on a date? <laughs> See, that's the thing about marriage. It's kind of a universal thing. That after you get married, you don't date people anymore! We'll be back with more right after this. Caution! The Mark Hunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. Kiss me, I'm off to the moon. Feels like I'm flying. There's no denying that if you date someone else, you'll be dying. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the music of Michael O'Brien. Great music. Check it out at michaelo.org. You're listening to the Mark Unger Show and are watching the Mark Unger Show, talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Answering your emails. Just before the break, we had an email from a lady who her husband admitted to her that he was, you know, having feelings for this girl. Then they decide they're all going to go double dating, mm-hmm. which that alone. That you, right there. If my husband the, admitted to me in the first the place, kite. my husband just better not ever admit to me that he's got the what if. <laughs> well, that's, so that's another question. Woman, first of all, I mean, who gonna, does that? Right there. That's the end of it right there. Even if you are having what ifs in your head. And, and look, at we're all human beings. You know, I mean, some people, I suppose, never have thoughts like that. Most people have thoughts like that, you know. Gee, what if I didn't marry this idiot? What if I married that else, one? You know? I don't want to hear it. Some of them are inappropriate. And this is the battles that you have in your head and your thoughts. You don't tell your wife. We would have gee, a huge argument right there. <laughs> I, I wonder what that woman over there, because no. she's got a great butt. Wonder what that, no. You don't generally share those. No. You should have those thoughts, but if you have them, good Lord, you don't tell it to your spouse. Now, you might go tell it to someone if you're really struggling, you have an accountability yeah. partner or something, but you don't no. vomit all over your spouse. with that. That's damaging. He's an insensitive moron in the first place. And then expect her to go on a double date. Yeah, now with this girl. That's that creepy. I think, you know, she's kind of, you know, got the hoochie mamas. Let's all go on a double date. Right there. That should come. You Would know. he want to go on a double date with some hunky guy that he knows his wife has the hots for? I don't Probably think so. Probably not. Okay? I don't think so. And then when the double date is off and there was going to be him and his wife and just the other girl. The guy suggests, well, why don't you just let me go with her? Yeah. No. <laughs> By myself. No. That's a no. No. Oh, my That's goodness. A big, fat and, and, no. and what's sad is she has to write me. Well, what's sad is that she's more to find out about what being to do. perceived as insecure. You're perceived as being out of your ever loving mind. By us. Good Lord. That, I don't know. Should I let my husband date another woman? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Goodness gracious. They don't want to be called jealous and insecure. Like, that's the death Who in the sentence. Who cares what anybody they care. says? They care. The po- and here's the thing, darling. 
If you were to take a survey among a hundred other women <laughs> and said, what do you girls think well, if my husband dates a woman he has the hots for? I'm pretty sure you're in the clear on this one. Okay, first of all, him having a date with any woman, much less ones he's got the hots right. for, is pretty much a no. 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 Uh, it, just, it just shows you, you know, hey, this show wouldn't exist if it wasn't for questions like that. These are, these are people who struggle. So oh, your sad. advice they, to her got, is tell him no. Tell him no. No. No, you don't tell. You just take a brick and you bash him over the head with it. No, because some people will do that. You can't say that. I know. They'll actually do it. They'll actually do it and blame me. Yeah. Then I'll get sued. That Gunger, he told me to take a Your Honor, I'd like to enter into Exhibit A. You take a brick and you smash him over See, it wasn't her fault. just did with that marriage It's that man. He told him. Honestly. Okay, not a brick. Why can't you hit him with? That won't kill him. A Nerf bat. Yeah, a good, firm, stiff Nerf bat. And just Nerf him half to death. Because <laughs> that'll still kind of sting, right? Yeah. That's the beautiful about Nerf. It stings, but it won't kill you. Yeah. And it won't even leave marks. So you can really beat some. <laughs> so you go to the local store, you get a nice, y'all know what Nerf is, right? Yeah. Okay, and just. The foam. A nice foam heart. And you just, come here, honey, I'll, I have an answer for you. <laughs> Just wail on him, you know, like 15 minutes. Get a good workout, a good sweat, get the cardio up, you know, and just hammer him as hard as you can for a good 15 minutes. And then uh, ask him, what was the question again? (laughs) Honestly, people are crazy. Uh, Sorry, I'm trying to, so you can wipe off the table where you spit it off. What? (laughs) You gotta spit like a fountain for heaven's sake. Hey, leave me alone. I gotta get that lady to go button too. She's crazy. We love her, but she's nuts. Seriously, you girls have got to get a clue. No wonder some of your marriages are so bad. Good grief. If I had a wife who let me go dating, I'm pretty sure I'd be a disaster today. I mean, who does that? And then guys can actually... And this is not unusual. They take advantage of women like that. Listen, I had a lady. I'm spitting all over the place. Today is the spitting fountain day. I'm spitting mad. He's not mad. He's spitting mad. Good Lord. I had a lady who came to me, wanted my advice. Because, people actually ask me these things. I actually make a living. People asking you these questions. I should be running the greatest scam of all. But people actually ask you, okay? I actually make a living doing this. A lady comes to me. And says that her husband is on the road for business mm-hmm. with his boss, who's like this babe. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she's like, not just, you know, attractive, a frumpy, you know, in a boss. I mean, she, she's like, woohoo, mm-hmm. yo mama, okay? So they're on the road alone, and he asks her, do you think because it would save money? If if we share a bed a, a, a room on the road, <laughs> just so, thinking about economics here. That's exactly right. And bless her dear heart. She asked you if that was you know, a good idea. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think? Should I let him do that? Well, it's like now the only thing you figure is guys really have really got the art down of 
twisting oh, some their of them wives are around. Very smooth think, talkers. But you don't let your wife. First of all, you don't let your husband travel alone with the boss. Period. If she looks like that, get another Even job. Even if she doesn't look like that. <laughs> Especially if she looks like that. And and you're right, even if she does, and you certainly well, you've don't. Said many times for econ- that, I know, but for, for economic reasons, no. you do not share no. a room in the hotel. Because then the next level will be, well, they didn't have any double rooms; they only had a single king, and we had to take that. <laughs> just, uh, just, just happens. Trying to just save happen. money. I'm trying to be a good steward. Yeah, we're oh, supposed to be yeah. good stewards with what the Lord gave us, so we're trying to save, save money. money. So we're in the same bed, in the same hotel room, same room, just for economic purposes only. Ah, wow! You, you can't make this stuff up. We didn't want to. We didn't want to turn the heat up. It was cold, so we had to snuggle yes. because we turned the heater down. Because we wanted to save money for the hotel. Because yeah. we didn't want to leave a big, you know, carbon, carbon footprint. footprint. All right. So we just snuggled up under those blankets there, trying to yeah. keep each other warm, save the heat. And apparently, I. The kind of man who has an answer for something. Like what, did, what did you say to her? Oh, I said, just pray about it. You did, you did not. You did not. Just, just pray. Do you know there are pastors who would tell them that? You're exactly right. Do you know there are people? Listen to all y'all. All y'all Christian people. If you're a pagan, just tune out for a second. But if you're a Christian, if you ever go to anybody and you ask them for advice and their only advice is to pray about it, get away from them. Go find someone who has a brain. Good Lord, you should be supposed to be able to give an answer to people who ask you for an answer. Just pray about it. It's not an answer. And I know pastors are like that. Christians, they, they're so spineless, some of these people. They think they're being spiritual. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about killing my neighbor. What do you think I should do? Well, brother, you just need to pray about it. Really? Well, That's your pray answer? Pray and see what God would have you do. See, pray and see what God says. I'm thinking about breaking into your house and stealing all your valuables. What do you think I should do? Well, brother, I think you should just pray about that. See what God wants you. I'm thinking about having sex with my neighbor's wife. What do you think? Well, brother, I think you just... I'm telling you that they actually... This is their answer. Put it in that shame context. Shame on any of you who ever answer anybody like that. Shame on you. It's not that we don't believe in, in prayer. We assume that's a given. But you don't... <laughs> you tell people the answer. And if you don't know the answer, send them somebody who does. I'm pretty sure the answer is, I think I'm going to have sex with my neighbor's wife. The answer is no. What if he I said, feel led to kill somebody. I think the answer is no. We're going to steal stuff from people. The answer is no. You don't have to pray about these things. What if he said, I'm I feel like having sex with your wife. Would the answer be, think you should pray about it? Well, brother, I think you should pray to see what the Honestly. Lord... Honestly. <laughs> I feel like killing you. Well, I think you should pray about that. I just... You can't make this stuff up. Nope. No, I did not say you should pray about it. I yelled at her. Good Lord. I know. <laughs> tell him no. <laughs> I, I, I need a break. I need a break. <laughs> we'll be back with more right after this. Have a marriage dilemma? Email your questions to ask at markgunger.com and Mark can answer them during one of our shows. Jimmy Bratcher. Check out his music at jimmybratcher.com. Drop my pen. Ah, you are listening to and are watching the Mark Gunger Show, talking about love, marriage, and relationships. 
as I go cycle over some of these questions. All right, what do you got next? Okay, next one says, three years ago, my husband had a stroke that left him fairly severely with fairly fairly severe side effects. Okay. He has no use of his left arm. His left leg is partially paralyzed. Another unfortunate side effect of the stroke is that he seems to have lost all of his sexual desire as well as much of his sexual ability. Since it has been... So it's not working. Right. Since right. it's been three years, we are beginning to accept that his current disabilities are probably permanent. Let's just say that sex is almost impossible. I I desperately miss that aspect of our relationship, but I'm not sure how to handle it. I'm committed to him forever, but I'm so sad and angry that this important aspect of intimacy has been taken away from us. Any thoughts? I did get a bit more information. She's 43, he's 40. So he uh-huh. was 37 when he had the stroke. Pretty They've been young, married yeah. 17 years, four kids between the age of 14 and nine. On top of it, he's being treated for depression, which depression interferes with it, and the antidepressants interfere with it as well. So it's making it worse. Making it worse, yes. She is said that is they, it that it actually doesn't work or just because of all the depression and all that stuff is making it not work? A combination of all. I mean, all it's hard above. to separate all of that out yeah. to know what's the stroke, what's the medication, what's the Well, they're the saying depression. if it's almost impossible, I would think that if it weren't for that as other stuff piling on, it probably would be possible. Yes, no? I don't know. Yes, no. Yes, no. I don't know. Uh, so they've they tried have tried the Viagra. And does it do anything? And it didn't necessarily increase his desire, she said, which that's a lot of the depression stuff. It's just the desire. It's just, but, but, but so it the worked. Viagra did help his ability, but now they aren't able to get it covered by insurance, so that's become a non-option for them. Uh, no, no. Okay, well, first of all, let's go down the list. Uh, our heart goes out to you. Obviously, what you're dealing with is very sad. Uh, you know, we say in sickness and health, you know, because sometimes there's sickness. And there's people who do deal with really terrible sicknesses and mental and otherwise. And So our heart goes out to you. Uh, it's a tough thing for you to go through. It's something uh, I'm sure is not the ideal for you. It's certainly not God's fault. God did not do this to you. But uh, the Bible is very clear that uh, he'll never give you something you cannot handle. So by his grace, and I would be doing a lot of praying <laughs> for God's grace. God is, shows up in great ways and stuff like that. So, uh, for you to be that young and all of a sudden not have any more sex would be very, very difficult. But even if that were true, I believe that God would give you the grace for it. The problem is it sounds like you are able to have sex with him. Uh, so, just, she's making it sound like he can't because he had a stroke. But if you connect all the dots, he can if he takes the Viagra. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just that he's depressed and he takes the antidepressant meds, which makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, I talked to the doctor about it and see, you know, if there's anything they can do to help improve that, adjust the meds mm-hmm. or whatever. And I would try and reason with him as much as you can. Uh, you know, he made a promise. You need to communicate. Look, I'm going crazy. So I don't feel like, I know, we often do things we don't feel like doing, but I need you to be there for me, okay? As for the cost of Viagra and your insurance doesn't cover it, I mean... <sighs> <laughs> How much is a Viagra pill? I mean, you can get them. Where are they writing from? Do we know? Mm, I don't know. Proud of the U.S. I mean, you can go online, online and, and get from a them. Canadian pharmacy for like yeah. six dollars, yep. three dollars. You know, man, I'd I'd pay ten bucks easy. Yeah. Well, you can. You, you know? can get them. All. Just, you get the spam emails all, right. all the time. It's been a while. <laughs> I, I'm forking out some money here, and we're going to get something done. Yeah. You know, I there's no I think there's something wrong in your thinking when you're thinking, gee, we can't have sex anymore because we cannot afford it. What do you mean you can't afford it? Unless you're gonna be having sex three times a day every day, that you probably can't afford. But I mean a lot of women would be happy, you know, once a week or a couple of times a month. You know, you're telling me you can't come up with ten bucks. Uh, maybe they're that poor. 
I'll tell you what, if I was that poor, uh, because I can't afford the Viagra and uh, the cornflakes, uh, you ain't eating cornflakes anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You forgo the cornflakes. We're, we're making for the a bologna Viagra. sandwich. Yeah, Jimmy Bradshaw singing the bologna sandwich song and or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I just say, you know, you're fasting today. <laughs> Hope you're going to get real spiritual because we ain't eating jack squat today because we're going to take care of business. So that's what I would do. I would insist to him. And I'm sure, you know, it's a difficult thing to do because, you know, it's the most personal part of you and you don't, it feels weird to be asking and or demanding sex. But that's part of the marital covenant. The part of the I do is I do you, you do me, we don't do anybody else. Marriage is fundamentally a sexual contract. It is. It is. It's not, gee, I just always be with you. It's, I'll, I'll be there and meet your needs sexually, forsaking all others and cleaving unto you. That's really the deal. Okay, in every culture in the world. The, in sickness and in health thing come in? Because if this really is difficult for him and it's emotionally difficult and he feels like less of a man and all yes. of that, where yes. where is it that she takes the higher road in this and says, I know in sickness and in health, I know this is what I want, but this is easier for you if we don't have a sex life. Yes. I mean, there's there's that aspect of it as yeah, well. Yeah, but again, there's a difference. There's some people who cannot perform sexually. Yes. That, that's but, it's okay. taken up. But there are people who can. Yes. And for whatever reasons, well, he doesn't feel good. You know, still, again, let me ask you girls. You know, you take care of a home, right? Mm-hmm. Lizzie, you got a home. You got children and stuff. Do you always do you feel like cleaning the toilet? <laughs> no. Do, do you wake up? Man, I can't wait today just to get my hands in there and just clean out all those spots and... You know, I bet you there's all kinds of things you do that you don't feel like doing at all. Mm-mm. You just do it. Okay? How many people go to work and say, man, I feel like going to work today? Only people I know who enjoy actually going to work and getting paid for almost nothing are these crazy fools. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they work for me! But, uh, you know, a lot of times you go to work, you don't feel like going to work. You just yeah. you do what you got to do, right? I mean, there's all kinds. Why is it when it comes to sex that you have to feel like doing it? I don't understand that. I, th- I think he communicates. He said, listen, I know I would. I said, listen, I'm going out of my ever-loving mind. I'm not asking for it every day. I mean, it's been two weeks. I can't even breathe right now, okay? Uh, I don't care if you got to lay there and read a book, you know? I mean, whatever. But you know. it's different. We've talked about that but, before. But, 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 no, 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 no. lay there and no, read a book. No, what you're saying is that it does work if he takes the Viagra. Yeah. You got to connect the dots. She's not saying it doesn't work. She's saying it does work, but the other stuff is taking his desire. I get the desire away, but my argument is who says there has to be desire? I don't think that there has to be. Ideally, there is. And besides, even if he can't make his willy do the willy dance, you know, he has digits, he has other things, there's all kinds of ways that you can. Cut a person a break. Are you catching my drift here? Okay? And you just, you got to ask for it. And I, I think that's part of the deal. Oh, I don't feel like, Bob, I don't feel like taking care of you. I don't feel like cleaning the house. I don't feel like, I do all kinds of things. Do you like the fact that I do all these things? Well, yeah. Well, I don't feel like doing it. I need, you need, I do it because you need me to do it, right? Yeah. Well, I need you to do this. I'm talking five minutes of your time, okay? This isn't going to kill you. I think you need to have that kind of conversation. Or you just stop having sex for the rest of your life. It's your call. I don't care. It doesn't affect me. Good Lord. But I just in this kind of thing, you go online to a Canadian pharmacy. <laughs> you get half a dozen things for $2 a piece or what? There's almost nothing. You say, here, Bob, take your vitamin pills. 
There you go. I'll be back in about 30 minutes. We're going to have a talk. All right? And you just take care of business. That's my advice. You want my advice? That's my advice. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. Attend Mark's Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage event. Visit LaughYourWay.com for upcoming dates and locations. Mark Gunner Show, talking about love, marriage, and relationship. Just answering an email from a lady who says her husband is depressed and had a stroke and stuff and has a difficult time performing sexually, although he can with Viagra, but they stopped that because it costs too much. I said, just get the Viagra. There's all kinds of ways you can get it, but it doesn't cost that much, even if your insurance doesn't. And seriously, if it were me, I'd skip a meal or two if I needed to every week or two to get a sexual release. Lovely Diane here during the break said it's it's not about a sexual release, you know. And she, there's a lot more going on for him. He's 37 years old when he lost his ability to function in lots of capacities yes. as a man. Okay. So he has to be struggling terribly with the humiliation and the embarrassment and everything else of being 37 and not being able to be there in lots of ways for his wife and Look, be the I provider get anymore. It, but they're implying clearly that it does work if he takes the little blue pill. If it yes. does work and can work. But I think she must feel bad trying to force him to do something when he's so muddled overall. I don't know. People get so weird about sex. I bet you she has no problem forcing him to pick up his underwear, has no problem forcing him taking out the garbage, has no problem forcing him to go to work, has no problem forcing him. But for some reason when it comes to that... Well, because it's men and their willies and they're so weird about their willies and their ability we're to... We're very attached willy to our willies. Willy not a, work. <laughs> I mean, it's not like garbage, But Mark, it does work. You keep saying it doesn't work. I'm telling you, according to this, it does work. If it doesn't work... They can make it work. Make yes. it... Hallelujah. Yeah. But you Sometimes saying, it just makes stuff work. But you were saying that she could take care of her own business, but the, I'm, I'm reading that's not what she's missing, that it's just the sexual release for a woman, that that's not what she's missing. She's missing actually having sex and the closeness and everything that goes along with that, right, that it's well, not just the release. Okay, I, if she is wanting him to be this confident, passionate lover to her, if that's what she's looking for, obviously she's not going to get that. Uh, I would pray. I just pray a lot, and you know, see. I mean, if you can get, get something better. out of him. Obviously, it might not be ideal for either one of you. But it depends. You know, the question is, what is she asking for? Yeah. You know, if she's asking for everything to go back to normal, I don't have an answer for that. No. I don't know anything about strokes or anything. I'm just saying, she is implying that there was an answer, but it's too expensive now. Mm. No, that, I would that go the Canadian me. pharmacy route yeah, or whatever what you had to do. do if that was working for them. That. I definitely would stay on that. God path. bless Canada. <laughs> How come so cheaper from Canada? I don't, get I don't this. know. American medicine is so messed up. So I, I don't know. I, I don't have the answer. There is no answer for her other than a miracle from God. And you know what? God answers prayers. He does. And things can get better and he can do miracles. You know, that's a spiritual or answer. Or you learn that marriage is about sickness and health and it's about something you know, else besides being able to have sex or not being able no, to have I sex. No, I get it. But if the question is about, gee, I need a sexual release, I think you can have that sexual release. And you ask him to be that person, even though he doesn't want to feel like it. I, again, I go back to, why do we always have to feel like it? That's our problem today. Anyway. All right. See ya. Bye-bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle.